Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. I have changed. And just writing that letter tonight, Beginner yeah. Trader Self, four and a half years ago, just highlights all the uh, learning that I've done, both psychological, emotional, as well as technical. And the reality is that anything that brings up emotions is an opportunity for personal growth and self-development. Trading brings up emotions in spades, and it's to do with the uncertainty. I cannot control um, the markets. This is Caroline Stephen for Talking Trading. Can you teach an old dog new tricks? Well, you can teach this one. Dr. Peter Holzman has been practicing medicine for over 40 years. When he joined the Trading Game Mentor Program in 2017, more than anything, Peter wanted personal growth and self development, and he got both in spades. In preparation for today's interview, Peter wrote a letter to himself with five encouraging messages that he has for his trading beginner self four and a half years ago when he sat in that first mentor program meeting with Chris Tate and Louise Bedford. They form the basis of this interview today. Have you ever wondered exactly how Louise Bedford trades? Well, in this mind power, Louise tells you exactly how she scans how she avoids decision fatigue, and the importance of her archetypal trade. It is a little bit of scanning magic. Here she is. I received a question from Jay, and Jay asks, how do you deal with the data results following a scan? So Jay goes on to detail exactly what they do. They go through every one, they pop it onto Excel, they compare it to their checklist, they annotate every chart, they print them all out, they pop them in a folder, they look through, then they go and have a cup of tea, then they look through again, and then finally they make their decision. Their list seems to be about 20 to 30 long in terms of the number of shares that they need to analyse. Now, they asked if they're on the right track. I have to question whether they are, and I do applaud the question. It's not one that I've received before. I am a big one for getting rid of decision fatigue. The difficulty is, the longer it takes for you to make a decision, and the more candidates you have to look through, the more exhausted you'll become. You'll miss things. You'll overlook things. You'll realize that I'm getting tired here. I just want to make a decision. So let's just choose this one and disregard the evidence. 
I'll tell you what I do, and there will be other ways to do this, but I certainly look through the results of my scan and I visually check to see which ones suit my archetype. Are they an exact match for that template, that archetype of the perfect trade, that trade that just goes up and up and up, or pretty much sideways up, sideways up, forever? And that's what I'm looking for. And usually the list I come up with from my initial scan is about two to three shares. So after I've flicked through those on that big scan list, I've just written down those three codes and then I call those codes up again and I look in detail to see whether it is a true match. I've found that method is really fast. You can flick through a group of 10, 20 shares within a remarkably short period of time. When I take that second look, I am very, very picky at that stage. So I make my decision based on how much money I have in order to be able to invest. And then I have a break. I go and do something completely different, even if it's for just a few minutes. I don't annotate the shares with all of those on the scan, but with those two to three, depending on if I've had a little break and I come back, and if I'm still confused about which share to purchase, I choose the cheapest one. When everything else is equal, the cheapest one we have shown with our back testing gives you the biggest bang for your bucks. So if you've got two or three shares on the list, but you only have money for one, choose the cheapest share. I hope that gives you a little bit of a break in terms of the decisions you're having to make and it will speed things up for you so that you don't suffer that dreaded decision fatigue. Reject the ones you don't want quickly. It's the shares you reject, those quick ones that usually end up making the difference for your focus for the ones that you need to concentrate on. Finish it quickly. If this part of your trading is taking longer than 20 minutes, it is taking too long. Chris Tate and I are best-selling authors of books on the share market, but the thing that we're most proud of is that we've been running the mentor program continuously since the year 2000. Not only are we recognised as world trading authorities, we've been able to set people on the path to financial freedom. People just like you because of our mentor program. We want you to join in. The mentor program is a six-month repeat-for-free course. You'll become a superb trader across every time frame and with every instrument. Go to tradinggame.com.au forward slash priority. We're going to release a whole heap of free trading resources. And once you register, you'll be on the list to receive those resources. Plus, you'll be first in the door when we open for bookings. tradinggame.com.au forward slash priority. Peter Holzman has had a long and established medical career. In 2017, Peter joined the Trading Game Mentor Program 
And in 2019, Peter did the trading game boardroom. Dr. Peter Holzman, hello and welcome to Talking Trading. Oh, thank you, Caroline. It's great to be uh, seeing you and chatting face to face. Fantastic. Peter, as a result of learning how to trade in the Trading Game Mentor Program, have you had any personal growth or development over the last four and a half years you've immersed yourself? I really uh, remember the first mentor program face-to-face meeting and Louise asked, why are you doing the mentor program? And I automatically answered it's for personal growth and self-development. At the time, I actually had no idea how true that would turn out to be because I was incredibly apprehensive. And when you think about personal growth and trading and put them together in the same sentence, it's really, for many people, a contradiction. Why do you think it's a contradiction? Uh, You just don't think of it um, unless you're actually in trading. And when we are doing the program, then it's quite different because we find out that psychology um, comes to the forefront um, because there's so much uncertainty in trading and it brings up all sorts of emotions, some of which are old going right back, and uh, some of which are quite current. Most people say they come to trading for the money, but you're not saying that. Was it in the back of your mind somewhere? Um, Well, my trading history prior to the mentor program was one that was based on wishful thinking and hope. Uh, It didn't work. Uh, Basically, the result was that I helped make other people wealthy, but there was clearly a lot that I needed to learn. So... Really, any area where I'm struggling or emotions are, are coming up is, is an opportunity for some personal growth. My goodness, I, I wanted to mention that because in the letter to yourself, you said that other people became wealthy at your expense. And that's something my partner says all the time. He's also a doctor. And so it really struck me when you wrote it in your letter as well. So let's take that power back. Peter, your vibe attracts your your vibe attracts your tribe. Have you found a community of like-minded share traders? The community, the trading community, all the buddies and groups are just fantastic. So I I regularly attend the Ringwood Buddy Group. I also host one of the boardroom Zoom meetings. And if it wasn't for that connection, for being part of that community or tribe, I think that I would have floundered because I just need that support of being together with like-minded people who are experiencing similar challenges. Has it helped uh, in so trading? Just, in, in helping other people, has it reinforced the knowledge and the skills that you've learned? Oh, absolutely. Because, I mean, it's often said that when you teach something, you actually really have to learn it. And uh, there's no doubt about it. I've, I've gained a lot through, through helping others. Peter, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Is that true? Have you learned new skills? Um, I was about to say, yes, it's absolutely true, but then I did remember that I have, in fact, uh, needed to learn some new skills. And, I mean, learning, needing to learn the share trading uh, program was, was quite a, a challenge, a journey. And then on top of that, I needed to learn Excel. Now, I mean, I knew that Excel existed, but I'd made sure I'd never went anywhere near it until I had to. And uh, I mean, I've got to monitor my trades because it's only numbers that are going to keep me honest. And um, so I've learned Excel, which has been a huge challenge. 
Um, but more than that, it's also about play because now I can, if you like, play or adjust various parameters in my scanning code and I can see what happens if I'm uh, using different moving averages or you know, other, other filters and just see what suits me and effectively my psychology because it's got to sit with who I am and, and the fact that I'm working pretty well full time. And you are, aren't you, doing medicine pretty much full time? Yeah. I like that. The numbers keep you honest. That's a good they expression. <laughs> I've tried to talk my way out of it. Um, and, I mean, even if I was to talk my way out of it, then my wife, who checks the books every now and then, would well and truly know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> you call yourself a sensitive soul who's found their inner trading robot. How did you find your inner robot? Chris and Louise basically teach us to have a mechanical trading system and to develop that system in a way that works with us, our psychology and what we can handle. Um, and I actually have a toy robot sitting on my desk to remind me that I must be mechanical. It's really interesting and a very powerful because effectively this robotic approach, this idea of very strict rules, um, keeps me honest and every now and then I find that I am um, how do I say it basically I'm, I want to optimize the rules I want to do a little bit of fiddling and and that's and that's all the emotions and I've got to then process and work through well why do I feel anxious why do I um, not want to miss out on something and and that's an incredible learning um, it's a self-awareness which just uh, takes it to another level. So absolutely, my robot is essential in terms of rules for when I enter trades, when I exit them, the position sizing, and it's just wonderful having stops. Um, I mean, before the mentor program, I did know that there was such a thing as stops, but I'd never used them. And then uh, with the program, I started using stops and I was so excited when the first one got hit. It was like I was barracking for one of my shares to fall, which is not, not the idea, but it just confirmed that I could um, manage risk and that is huge. Yes, I completely understand what you're saying. I want to read something out from your letter. PPS, emotions have no place in trading. If anything, they will result in sabotage and breaking the trading rules. I have a robotic mechanical trading system to keep me safe. No ifs or buts, just do it. Uh, well, that's, that's the truth. And every time I allow emotions to get the better of me, then I, I fall off the wagon. And uh, it's just so important that I've got these rules because uh, emotions are really unsettling. So it's got to be mechanical. It's got to be consistent. And you're still loving the stops being hit? I do because, uh, I, I mean, I keep all my sold trades in, in a watch list and I go through them. And generally, if the stops have been hit, the price keeps falling afterwards. It hardly ever recovers. <laughs> And, uh, and that's reassuring. It's like, well, why do I want to watch a stock go from $10 down to $8 and then down to $2? I'll get out at 8 or whatever, wherever my stock is. Are there any similarities between trading the markets and medicine? For me, pattern recognition is something that's relevant for both. 
And so when a patient comes in, it's like there's this cluster of symptoms and history, and I put them all together. And, and now with, you know, decades of experience, I'm reasonably um, accurate and, and fast at working out what's going on. With the share charts, I love to look at the charts and there are patterns and I'm looking for the mm. archetypal perfect ideal pattern and I'm getting so much better at mm. recognising it and in the same way, I'm getting so much better at rejecting most trades because I'm absolutely fussy about what I'll accept. What do you like and enjoy about trading so much, Pete? Oh, a large part of it is um, the people, the community, the tribe. Mm. It's just enormous. Your vibe attracts your tribe. I found that quote especially for our interview. Okay. <laughs> yes, I agree. Absolutely. <laughs> is this Pete 2.0? Has learning how to trade been the reinvention of you? And if it has, what is next for you on your horizon? I have changed. And just writing that letter to my beginner yeah. trader self four and a half years ago just highlights all the uh, learning that I've done, both psychological, emotional, as well as technical. And the reality is that anything that brings up emotions is an opportunity for personal growth and self-development. Trading brings up emotions in spades, and it's to do with the uncertainty. I cannot control um, the markets. What have you learned about yourself? Um, that there are some things which make me anxious and I have mm. to really understand why and where it came from and how to process it in a, in a positive, useful manner. I suppose doing medicine, you're managing risk all the time in a way. You're managing people's lives and in trading you're managing risk, there are quite a few similarities. I can imagine you'd be a very cautious and productive person and coming into trading, it's been a different skill set. It is, um, and it's different also because with medicine, I've got to aim at being 100% safe or careful. Uh, with trading, of course, I can um, have 60% of my trades becoming losing trades. And there, there have been times where I've had a lot of trades um, just get stopped out in a row. I think the maximum was 15 trades. And mm. yeah, that was difficult mm. to go through, but that's the reality of trading. It's two steps forward, it's one step backwards. And uh, that's basically just part of the, the set of experiences which strengthens my skills in psychology. Does your wife like you trading? Um, she accepts that I'm trading. There was some resistance because trading for many people is associated with gambling. Mm. Um, but she understands the rules. And one of my daughters is very logical and she has been the intermediary and helped to explain it. <laughs> so we're okay. <laughs> What do you think of Chris and Louise as trading mentors? Oh, they're brilliant. They're just so authentic. They've got the experience and they go out of their way to help, help all of us. And I think um, just looking at the community they have created, that's testament to just how wonderful and helpful they are. It's, they're just brilliant. 
And aren't you a valued, wonderful member of the trading game community? Peter, thank you so much for your time coming on to Talking Trading. I've really loved talking to you. Is there any final message you'd like to leave our listeners about trading? I love trading. I love the trading journey. It's something that I'll be doing uh, for as long as I possibly can and staying active in the community. I just think it's, it's fantastic. Peter Holzman, what a joy to speak with you. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Carolyn. And that's all for today's show. Stay tuned next week because we have a very special guest, former journalist from Time magazine, William Green, who during the course of his career interviewed many billionaires. And he put these interviews together for his best-selling book, richer, wiser, happier. He is amazing. I'm Caroline Stephen. Happy trading this week. Take care. As always, if you like this show, please be sure to tell a friend. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcast and make sure you give us a big fat five-star review. You'll also notice that Talking Trading doesn't use sponsors and barely advertisers. This is because Chris Tate and Louise Bedford fund this show from tradinggame.com.au. If you'd like to get Louise's five-part free e-course, register at tradinggame.com.au. So until next week, happy trading. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regards to your own situation.